Welcome in the second half of the Super Bowl Sunday edition Neutral Zone right here. We got the Bear in here. Bear, what's up, man? What's shaking? Uh, not a lot. All right, man. Good trying to, to get over. Uh, trying to get over last night's uh, debacle. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's licking our wounds. Yeah, I vented most of my vitriol and venom and bitterness last night. So I well, snapped and cleared. I've been trying to tell you. I mean, it's just a matter. I mean, February's here. I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you the. <laughs> thank you, Jake. Jake, appreciate you, man. Um, I'm going to give you my total sheep take. I don't know if you heard it because you were probably prepping wings or whatever, but uh, the Swiss Army knife, Robert. But uh, you just have to look back to last season, man. UConn was three and five in the month of January. I mean, it it does happen. It does happen. Yeah. And in this day and age in college basketball, it's like we got you just got to move on. You can't treat it like a football yeah, yeah, loss. And absolutely. The season's a loss and everything else. We just got to move on. There's still a lot to. A lot to play for, and uh, man, I, I hated last night, but you know, yeah, let's. It's a very peculiar. I mean, my only real big thing was the minutes. Like, why, why, when you've got a team that's just nuclear bomb hot from three, would you only play Jamai one minute well, that's in the first half? We, we just talked about that. I agree, man. That, that, and from a physicality standpoint, listen, I love what Adu is, his game is, has, yeah. has turned into. But he looked like he didn't want any of that physicality last night. And I think that's I mean, why we saw Waka play well, most of the Well, I was gonna say we saw what, twelve minutes from him? And even though he doesn't he can't bring you the scoring around the rim, uh offensive threat that, that Adu can and the putbacks, he would at least bring a little bit of that physical just dog mentality that they were lacking. And you know, it is it is what it is. It, it it's certainly like Bob said. It's one game. You've got to, you know, you got to clear it out of your your mind, your system. And I, I think they totally will respond. Um, but moving forward, again, I, I again my concern is is some of the minutes and how they're distributed. And again, these guys have forgot more about basketball than I've ever you know known and it, it but it, it it's concerning to me again at three minutes I would have just pulled the plug on the starters and said you know what I mean I understand you're trying to build that mentality and you're trying to say hey look we got we're never going to stop fighting or scrapping but uh, I worry about our point guard who is one year off of a major surgery and I know he's well conditioned but 40 minutes uh, that that could have been a 36 and a half 37 minutes um that goes a long ways when you look at this upcoming schedule. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Bob's point, we should handle – if we beat Arkansas, I think we go on a five, at least four, a minimum four and one stretch before we go to Alabama. Um, and that's – we, we really need to get a five five zero stretch and finish out the regular season, right. you know, strong. If we can go one and two there, it'd be great. Or, you know, two and one would be great. What yeah. you don't want to do is – I said it last night. What you don't want to do is mess around these next before that final four stretch of, of the top teams in the league. What you don't want to do is screw around and make any of those must-win games. Agreed. Agreed. I, you know, I the game that worries me the most out of the remaining games is that game at Alabama. You know, I, I think that that's going to be a tough one. But to your point, Bear. 
got to take care of business on just about every single one of those. And if we can win at Alabama, that'd be great. But, you know, one loss would still keep that team at a 14-4 and clip in conference, which, who knows, you still may have a shot at winning the regular season conference title or tying for it at least. But yeah, um, I think that, uh, you know, back to the game for one second. The other thing, too, and we talked about this in the break, but, it's kind of what you were saying, Clone. Also with Connect, if if Barnes was trying to send Connect a message by keeping him on the bench, I know he had four fouls, but then just leave him. I mean, the the points he scored at the end, it's fine, but I, I use the term empty calories. The, the mm-hmm. points really didn't much matter. He was just jacking up shots, and yeah. you know, it's keeping his average up, I guess. But I I don't know. I there were there were just a lot of confusing moments. The Mayshack one confused me the most because he was not for nothing, but down there underneath at the end of the game man he was he decided he was going to mix it up down there he was getting yeah. offensive rebounds he was putting them back up um we needed that we need more of that in the first half not right not in mop-up time that that was uh that was unfortunate that i'm Excuse still uh, the, uh, the 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 biggest takeaway wade taylor's a great player so i it didn't surprise yeah. me he went off we knew radford's a good player this anderson garcia dude i had never heard of and uh, we were saying in the first hour, Bear, he looked like Dennis Rodman out there with rebounds. It was unbelievable, yeah. man. And the, and the whole volleyball spike, you know, tap thing he kept yeah. doing. He did about three or four yes. of those. Uh, it was frustrating. It yeah, I, I knew. I mean, I knew he was. Uh, I mean, he's led the league in rebounds. He's not the league leader. So, yeah, I've I've only watched them uh, little bits and pieces, or if they've been on, I've turned it on just to watch a little bit. But um, I knew about them being the the top offensive rebounding team and how that would, you know, give us some fits. And, you know, Bob, you've played enough of the sport, and when you're when, – when an opponent just outwills you and they – for the entire game, and they – you know, you're in there and maybe you make a great defensive stop and you – you defend well, and then they tip it out and get a. It just demoralizes Absolutely. you, and and you know I think it just you know, and that's why I think too they kept making shots on those second chance and capitalizing, and it just you saw the body language there. It doesn't doesn't mean it, you know, and people will be critical. And I, I, am I disappointed? Yeah, um, I thought we might struggle to win that game. I didn't think it would be like this, but you know I don't look at it and go, man, we're we're just a bunch of soft losers. I heard a lot of that. Yeah. What I'm I. I I, there's other things that I'm more concerned. Yes, rebounding is a key, but our our guards defending. We we can actually play defense, but we can also look. It was very noticeable last night, but we can just blow bys. I don't know how many times, and I know those guys are are special guards, but that that scares me. Not a big man beating us and just dominating us like a an Edie could do, especially with putbacks and. And uh, and getting second chance rebounds and kickouts to their guards that that they clearly have shooters that can capitalize on second chance points uh, as does Purdue. But the thing that bothers me and concerns me is will our legs be there in March and can the perimeter guys defend and stop penetration? Because we saw Florida Atlantic do it last year. Um, this this the way they did last night. It, it was sort of. Deja vu, and I was just going, and, oh, by the way, connect in foul trouble. And, you know, he did most of that, like you said, empty calories. He did most of that after the game was well in hand. Uh, 
I'm concerned. What what was the stretch, guys? Uh, correct me, but was it like six, seven minutes to start the second half that we didn't? It was we stuck five. on twenty eight. Yeah, it was about five. I think they hit a three with about almost fifteen minutes left in the in the second half. But yeah, you there's that whole adage that most college games are won in the first five minutes of the second half. Well, if that's the case, uh, that just furthered the argument that Tennessee got smoked last night. I mean, because I think they got outscored 10-3 to after already being down 14. Mm-hmm. The other thing I was going to say is, you know, it's just a reminder, too, because, you know, you could call Texas A&M a middle-of-the-pack SEC team, but that's good enough to be in the tournament this year. Yeah. And they have athletes. They all have athletes. That Solomon Washington guy, this is, it made me think the basket that they took away at halftime on you know what they called it goaltending and then they reversed it. Did you see yeah. the replay of that block? How high? Oh above? my gosh! Yeah. I mean, he was up near the top of the freaking the, backboard. The head. Yeah. I, I, mean, I actually said I made the joke there watching it with friends. I said his head might could have blocked that. Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, they it, you know yeah, th- was... th- this this is a team that it, it just shows like any given night there was something definitely going on with the point spread too. You know, we had. Uh, we have a what we consider to be a sharp that comes on on Fridays out of Chicago, Eli Hershkovich, that mm-hmm. the line wasn't out yet for Tennessee and A&M, but he was saying, I don't know, it could be around five points. Well, it came out, I think it, I think it came out at, what, three and a half? I saw a three and a half. And then it came yeah. down to as much as, as low as one and a yeah. half. I mean, they, they yep. were changing it. So, I mean, it, these games are... I, again, I don't want to apologize. I don't want it to sound like we're making apologies for losing that game. That was hard to lose, but yep. it, we weren't. I wasn't shocked. I really, I wasn't. wasn't. I was yeah. shocked by the by the margin of victory, but that's right. about it. Yeah, that that's exactly where I stood. And uh, I, you know, again, I was I was talking to some people there watching it, and they were like, "Man, I put five hundred on Tennessee." How would I, I said, first of all, you. you are you following this team? I said, first of all, don't look at the ranking beside the team. A and M is is much better than they were picked to finish second. Yeah, that's right. what Bob. That's what Bob led off the show with. Yeah, and maybe their guards, maybe they're getting guys right. Their rotations. Uh, listen, when you when you everything set up perfectly. We we we've, we've we have drilled this. Uh, so many times already in the show, but when you when you're when you got a team that comes in and they're like, oh wow, you know we two nice impressive wins, we're sitting there floating on the talk about being on Lenardi's one line, and oh by the way, uh, well now we got to go to a tough environment. They've waited all day, you know their fans are are ready to go. Primetime game on e, on ESPN, and they're the number one offense I'm telling you offensive rebounding and you got guards that can get to the rim and I love ZZ ZZ can get around and get to the rim I just don't you know his size hurts him with being right. able to finish around the rim and 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 then when he kicks out I think arguably the the only guy that anyone any opponent has to be concerned with is Dalton Connect yeah. uh and and I hate it I'm, I'm not piling on but like Triple J can look so Damn good, and then he can just look so damn average. Um, there were moments where Ziegler last night too. Yeah, you know, we we have to remember he's what like five nine. I mean, there were moments he looked like he was about ten years old out there against their guards. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, they they you, you'd see him trap him and mm-hmm. you know get him down, forced to the baseline. He couldn't go anywhere. You know, it's uh, that's just the reality of it. Sometimes that 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 was a, that was a really 
talented team that has probably underperformed a little, and they they got right at the worst time for Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, no question. Um, so we, <clears throat> I touched on this right before the halftime break. Uh, here we are. We're what? Oh, I don't know. Guess uh, seven, seven, almost well, about probably seven hours away from uh, really for it all to begin. You know, all the right. all the great commercials and everything. I guess will start. Uh, not so great commercials. What whatever it is. Usually there's a few that we we walk away and we. We're like, oh yeah, these were great, and then you're gonna have uh, Bears' favorite uh, of all time, Reba McIntyre, pulling the um, uh, the national anthem. Which who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know how you can outdo last year's. I mean, what was last year? Chris Stapleton. Dude, that was. I, I still argue Whitney Houston. Oh, Whitney's is yeah, phenomenal. But that, yeah, Stapleton's yeah. was very good. Though. Yeah, Whitney's was. I was a big fan of Up with People. I loved Up With People. Yes. I would have liked to have performed with Up With People if I could have. But There you go. Best. Missed that, missed that opportunity. Best halftime performance. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll pivot to Bob uh, that you've seen. I think it was uh, maybe because I'm a little older, but I, I, it was recent. It was just a couple of years ago, the one in L.A. with. Uh, oh, Snoop. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was that. That's definitely in my top three. That was my that was my favorite. I, I thought it was great. Snoop Dogg yeah. and Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah. I loved that one. Huh. I, I really liked that well, one too. Took, took Prince me. is right there for me. That's that, that, yeah, yeah. Prince was it for me. Prince was great. Um, but it just it I don't know took me back a little. Yeah. You know. No, I I think it was phenomenal. And I, I haven't lived in L.A. and what that what those guys meant to the culture out there and everything else I, that, that i i loved it oh i i'll listen. tell you who i didn't like didn't uh, was adam levine that did the oh he's terrible uh, yeah he's that terrible. was that was yeah that was that was that was rough yeah um oh br- who did bruno mars do it with was it with beyonce <laughs> Didn't realize that was the uh, the crazy. <laughs> um, Bruno Mars and um, Beyonce together was a good one. For yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, love that one too. But uh, yeah, and Usher will be. You know, he's got some good stuff. Uh, we'll see what what uh, other surprises uh, get thrown in or sprinkled in. Maybe some Little John or whatever. I do feel but, bad for Usher. Yes, yeah. uh, he's he's completely overshadowed. I mean, there's already talk. You know that. You know, Taylor's on the ground in Vegas. And yeah. Everything else, it's like, God, man, just, um, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I think that uh, he's a he's a great performer. So we'll yeah see what he's got up his sleeve for this evening. Yeah. So, are you guys as shocked or maybe surprised? I guess what or maybe maybe you're right there. Your thinking's right there uh, that San Fran should be the favorite, but it's. Um, it's hard I don't to know. pick against Patty Mahomes. It, it is so hard to pick against him and Andy Reid. And oh, by the way, I think major advantage to the Steve Spagnolia and the defense of coordinator side of things too. Because Sam, Fran, man, I'm telling you, if Sam Fran plays that crazy zone, Mahomes and and uh, Kelsey's just gonna he's just gonna run six to ten yard downfield and then literally just box himself in and, and catch balls and move the chains. I he I was telling Bob this uh, Friday, I he could very easily have fifteen targets and have eight to ten receptions and just again, you know what's crazy too is um and we'll we'll get to some picks and props and things that I like. 
Uh, I'm probably not going to touch either side. Uh, I have a big rooting interest in anyone but Kansas City. But if I had to put gun to my head and I had to put money, I would put it on Kansas City. I, I, I yeah. just, I would. I, I don't, you know, and it's nothing against the fact that Purdy is, it's just number 15 and what he's doing uh, already. And, and Bear, I know you've watched a lot of, you you know, you've watched a lot with, uh, you had a lot of success with Joe Gibbs and your boys and the Hogs. Hey, my boys. And I thought you were a, I thought no. you were a Commanders. No. Oh, okay. Cowboys? No. <laughs> I'm a Titans fan. Oh, okay. One thing that was really interesting, we had uh, Dustin Colquitt on the show on right. uh, Friday, you know, and he he was the a part of that first Chiefs team that won it all in uh, the 2020 Super Bowl. Um and he talked about, and it reminds me of the edge that they have also by having Andy Reid. He just understands the the situation they're in, you know, and mm-hmm. how he told them, "Hey, you got to focus." He told them ahead of time, "You got to focus on how you're going to handle halftime because it is what it is. It's longer. You got to decide for yourself if you're going to have a snack or you're going to eat something. If you want to go out and check out the game, the 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 halftime show, go do it. I don't yeah. care. He goes, you've got to get your head right with yeah. understanding about the length of the halftime. That is and, true. And it was just interesting hearing that perspective. Something I hadn't really thought about. Of you know, your coach has to be such a stabilizing force. And Shanahan's been to a Super Bowl or two himself. But I I just think that there's this edge with Andy Reid that exists too. It, yeah. it clearly exists with Mahomes. But then you've also got a coach who's got a chance to be the all-time you know leader in wins also playoff wins he's not far behind Belichick in he's terms not. of postseason wins so and with a win another Super Bowl trophy he he'll be tied for third right with uh Bill um uh, Walsh. Walsh yeah um he'll be tied uh for third most which is pretty remarkable um, it just made, it took me back though and thought I remember the, they made such a big deal in the Bengals Super Bowl that Evan McPherson the kicker was out there watching the halftime show and it's like okay well then you, now you've heard one of the goats in the coaching ranks saying go do it I'm fine right. with it just yeah you know just just go check out the game if if that's gonna you know keep your head straight for the second half that's what's most important to me yeah I'm, you know and there's like I said there's you bring up a great point, and you hear a lot of people that say this. They're for for guys that are, uh, especially younger guys that you know the whole two week. Um, and I think it's smart that teams are waiting uh, now to come in with only one week of the preparation, so they can kind of get things done back at their own practice facilities they can get their minds right and then they get in there and then literally like you said it's a circus with everything that's going on and you know especially for the star players but guys like Mahomes have been there Kelsey you know it's not really going to be a distraction for them um and you know maybe even a guy like Christian McCaffrey who's been around it because of his family you know so maybe maybe not how will a guy like Brock Purdy handle it we'll touch on that we'll break it down um because that is that is a a true uh, you know, intangible that you have to look at is how long the length of that Super Bowl halftime show and how do you – your body is so acclimated and adjusted to uh, the 10-minute break or 12-minute break. But um, anyways, we'll break it down. More Neutral Zone. Come on back if you want to jump in. We'd love to hear from you. 546 – excuse me, 865-546-8200. More Neutral Zone right after these messages on Fan Run Radio.
Welcome into the second hour there. Bear bringing us back with some good jams. Talking a little uh, NIL deals, fancy wheels, fancy cars. What's that smell? It's, uh, it smells it's, like hand-tooled English leather is what it, yes. what it smells like <laughs> around those guys. Yes, it does. Uh, that, and just it's, it's insane. They're coming after Nico for because they can't get anything other than that private that flight. Exactly. And, and in the meantime, all these kids are pulling up to campus in Lambos. And I don't know. Forget like I said. I this is my first week back at work, so I've not been able to listen to as much of the get the pulse of of uh, local radio and Ball Nation. But uh, I don't know how much has even been discussed about this. But does anyone truly believe that that this has not come from? A, a, a rival, someone. I mean, might it be Georgia or someone else? Uh, to me, it just doesn't seem like, especially after everything they went through. Now, you can make the argument, oh well, you know, how many, how many, uh, you know, NIL funded uh, universities have uh, someone uh, as vibrant as Spires Group, you know, out in front and 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 making it well-known. I, I don't buy that for one second. I think this is clearly a, hey, uh, we saw how good he could potentially be, and we knew this kid was going to be good, but we didn't think he was going to be good this this soon. I think it clearly has something to do with somebody that lost out in recruiting to him, or I don't know, maybe maybe someone down 75 a little, little further across really? the state line. Yeah, I really believe that. Huh. I don't. You know, I mean, I, I just, I just think it was just the NCAA. I, I think it had everything to do with. Uh, I just think it was them, man. That that Nico was a first huge deal, mm-hmm. and just that Tennessee is, you know, is one of the schools that basically just, they just didn't care. They just went ahead and did all this stuff. I think the bigger question is, is like with the NCAA, still like dropping and and listen don't let anybody fool you don't fool yourself if you don't believe that the mouthpiece uh 40 and and wetzel and those guys were not leaked that they didn't leak that to them to to pop that out there just to see what sort of resistance they would get and tennessee you, you saw the breaking news yesterday and 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 the guy that Tennessee hired yesterday. You know what was it? Well, like? so that's the thing. They didn't hire that guy yesterday. No, no, no. They've had yeah, but he's been on the clock yeah, since December. On, yeah, what making uh, eighteen hundred nineteen hundred an hour? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I mean he he is he's. We started hearing about this back maybe end of November, even yeah. before that, that there was something going on. Right. Yeah, and and there was a uh, like I said, NCAA did did uh, come knocking, and and uh, you know Plowman and and White uh, definitely were like, uh, you you've been pushing us around, and we went through all that, we exhausted our you know ourselves. Now they you know other schools use it against us in recruiting. We're not going to take it now. We ponied up and and got the best representation across the board and uh it's kind of like aaron torres or aaron torres was saying like literally mars literally like scotty pippen uh on patrick ewing with everything whole package in the in the face is what he's done to the ncaa in court and i expect nothing nothing else coming up here so we'll see uh we we do have a call um yeah yeah Yeah, hold on just a second okay um 
Yeah, we've uh, we got all of a sudden everyone's starting to uh, jump on board here. You can as well eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. We'll uh, we'll we'll go to the phones and welcome in. I believe it was Tommy. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy, yes. welcome in, man. How y'all boys doing this morning? Not too bad, Good, man. Licking our wounds from uh, last night. Yeah, man. Uh, I had uh, the daddy daughter dance last night, so luckily I got to miss that one. So, <laughs> and the service was was sketchy in the gym, so I get on Twitter and just. Mm. Kind of keep up what was going on, and I seen everything on it, and I didn't even go back and watch a replay. I listened to a little bit of voluntary reaction, and uh, yeah, so apparently uh, we just we didn't come out playing like we did the last two weeks. Uh, you know that's that sucks, but you know it is basketball. You're not going to run through the SEC. That's right, and uh, be undefeated. But guys, uh, you know I heard there's a Taylor Swift concert or something going on tonight, and they might be playing a little bit of football in it. <laughs> oh god uh, yeah man yeah. this is got that right this is probably uh the most uh unexcited i've been for a super bowl just because of that man they're shoving it down our throats and i just want to watch football you know you're taking away from the players and the fan base and everything over you know some chick that could walk through walmart and you wouldn't even turn your head twice at her well you I know just, i don't, I don't oh, oh, taylor swift yeah, she don't do it for me, Bear. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you damn mind, son. <laughs> um, she don't do it for me. You know, and what's ironic on this, Tommy, is that there it's going to be the most watched Super Bowl ever. It, uh, it's going to shatter. In, oh, absolutely. In terms of TV ratings. For for the reason of Taylor, you know, like my wife's not necessarily a football fan, but, man, she's all over this game. So, I agree, though. I hope that, that we just get a good game that kind of trumps all the other noise yep. around it, right? Oh, yeah, and like I said, you know, Usher doing the, the halftime, like I said, that was kind of, I'm 34, so, you know, back in middle school and high school, you know, Usher and Lil John, Ludacris, you know, that's what everybody was listening to, so that'd be a little bit of nostalgia, kind of like y'all was referring to earlier with the Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. yep. Eminem halftime. The only thing that killed me on that, I'm a big car guy, and seeing them dancers up there on the 64 Impalas and high heels on the hood dancing mm. about drove me insane. Yeah. I, I was cussing at the TV. I was get off the car. But I'm shocked. Y'all said, uh, you know, y'all was going over your favorite halftime. Uh, what about the Tennessee boy Justin Timberlake when he done the uh, Prince special? Uh, I think it was right after Prince passed away and they turned the streets. That was, all yeah, forgot all about it. I did it, too, man. yeah. That was, that was phenomenal. One. Yeah, Memphis boy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a – that's kind of one that pops up in my mm-hmm. mind. You know, remember them put the print symbol right there on the street, purple. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, that was pretty cool. JT, but, uh, they just announced he's he's coming to perform in Knoxville. Yeah, I saw that. This summer, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, – yeah, later later in the summer. Yeah. I did see that. Well, guys, uh, you know, uh, I love football. I ain't worried about the NIL deal with Nico. Uh, I believe we'll get through this because our – Administration over got some backbone now. Finally, but, yeah. Uh, I'm just excited to get this Taylor Swift concert over with tonight because next Sunday <laughs> is going to be the real, the real Super Bowl. What's that? Daytona 500. Ah, okay. Playground <laughs> of the playground of the Immortals. It, it's funny. I, yesterday, I was you know pouring down the rain in between like some games, some snoozers, and I was like, man, flip it over, and there's Days of Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> All time great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Uh, okay. You just uh, the Super Bowl has just totally sucked my. I didn't even thought about Daytona, and you're right. It comes on the 
pretty much the same weekend every year. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, week after the Super Bowl. Week yep. after the Super Bowl, yep. Yeah, we're a week away from it, guys. Uh, man, I appreciate y'all doing this Sunday show. Give us a platform to get in, talk to y'all a little bit. Uh, Absolutely. And I appreciate it. I hope y'all enjoy the game. Have a great evening. Yeah, you as well, Tommy. Thanks, and um, hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, I don't know, maybe maybe Taylor will – they'll um, – they won't show her as much. I, I mean, they're they're clearly going to show her. I mean, I, I don't even know like the props of what, how many, what the over under is. It's probably got to be like thirty. I heard somebody actually. I don't. I don't get why. I don't understand why everybody's so upset about. Hey, look, it. I don't. I don't listen to her music, but she's phenomenal at what she does. She's a very talented writer, and I, you know, I think that you know. And then you hear some. I heard some national guy the other day just babbling on about oh uh, i got tired of giselle and i i don't like look i don't it doesn't bother me like it does as uh, apparently a lot of others but the giselle comparison like not even close um giselle i never never hardly saw you know maybe once or twice a game but it wasn't like every time 87 called a pass they panned up there and then you know then you you know jim and Tony have to break it down like, here we go, Jim, you know, and then he, I mean, it was just, but it is what it is. I, you look, the, the NFL is, they are the king. Uh, the, the NFL is, it, the ratings are 100 times better than any other sport. And to Bob's point, we talked about this a few weeks ago. It's, it, you know, it was, it was going to be the number one by far. It's going to shatter any, Super Bowl. They wanted a Goodell has has been turned down twice, uh, allegedly by Taylor Swift to perform at oh, halftime. More than twice, yeah. I've heard from yeah folks I know down in Nashville that yeah. would, that would know. Yeah, and you know, again, you look at the ones that they bring in. It's it's ones that don't. Why 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 would it benefit her right now? Do you realize too? They don't pay them one cent. They actually the 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 halftime entertainers. Yeah, have they don't. To, they have to pay for the dancers, the setup, all that. It comes yeah. out of them because they look at how much it's gonna like their Spotify, everything, all the. Instagram. She doesn't need it. No, she doesn't need it. And her tour this year is grossed. Uh, like fifty-five million. It's insane. She could buy literally. I saw a thing the other day. She could buy three NFL, in three NFL franchises without even blinking an eye. And you, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, look at buy? her. Look, buy, buy, she's look not at her a billionaire. Look, look at her net worth. There's no way she's worth twenty billion. I I wouldn't be stunned. Look at it. Look it up and, and correct me. I, maybe I'm wrong, but I again I saw something and it was it was one of the the stat. Uh, you know, again, Twitter X. Who knows? You can't always believe what you read, but uh, yeah, all I, all I know is that they they've always wanted to get her. She's not going to do it. Yeah, she's not going to do it for free. Well, no, and and pay out of pocket, and, yeah. And, he, and again, and I just I know a lot, I know some folks that um, I know a lot of people that work on a lot of tours out of Nashville, mm-hmm. and by far, she is. And it's one of the reasons why I really started liking her. Like she she takes really good care she of. She takes really good yeah, care. Like You're exactly everybody right. on the tour right now. I, I saw it yesterday. Um, like everybody that works for her got a hundred thousand dollar bonus. Yeah. Yep, I saw that. And I've, uh, I worked on some tours where you ain't get no bonus. She gave everyone 
the lighting, the truck, the, 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 truck, the, drivers. the, the truck drivers that, that drive the equipment, every one of them got a $100,000 bonus. And they're already compensated well. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, she's, look. So I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's just. I, uh, I, I, I agree. I, I just, I think there's, you know, she can't, you know. She can't win either way, though, as far as this, because there'll be people blaming her if the Chiefs lose, and then they're like, "Oh, it's you know, it's rigged." I, I don't think it's rigged because of Taylor Swift. Hell, I've been barking up that tree for about four years now. I watched the Cincinnati Bengals get absolutely jobbed, and Trey Hutchinson, the Pro Bowl defensive end, was getting tackled, clearly tackled by their left uh, offensive tackle in that game, and never a flag. Never a flag, and but you know what? He's the poster boy of the league right now, and just so happens the number one sponsor in the NFL is State Farm. And who do we see on State Farm commercials? Look, it is what it is. Um, hopefully, we see a well, consistent, fair, officiated game today, and a game that you know we come away with not really talking about how many times we saw Taylor that we saw a game that mattered. That, you know, ends by a field goal or a last, you know, defensive stance or something. Um, and well, it's interesting because Bosa apparently started – it already started oh, yeah. laying the groundwork with the ref. Yeah. Yeah. Because Chiefs, I mean, they hold constantly. Uh, they do. Listen, I, I, I've said for years, when you have a quarterback, some of these are designed, but when you have a quarterback who extends plays, moving in and out of the pocket the way he does, he's not the most athletic quarterback, but his ability to – anticipate the pocket collapsing and him extending or ad-lib the play and getting out out of the pocket those are nine, like eight out of ten of those plays there's usually a penalty flag for holding when those plays are extended and you never never hardly ever see that called um but and you know what it, it is what it is I, I i think the biggest probably uh, a lot of people too I think there's a lot to be said about how much of that killer instinct that Patrick Mahomes has, sort of like Kobe Bryant, sort of like Michael Jordan. He got tired of hearing about how people are saying that Lamar Jackson's the best player in the league, blah, blah, blah. He's never done it on the road. He's been conditioned having to play, you know, getting to play all those home games, which I would never say that's conditioned. That's, that's earning it. Uh, by getting those home games in Arrowhead every playoff. Um, boy, he shut them up, but they're going to shut me up because Bear's saying we got to go to break. Let's get a break. More neutral zone coming up right after these messages. One final break. I got some picks for you. And uh, if you have one, you want to jump in, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, more neutral zone coming up right after this. All right, final segment right here, Super Bowl Sunday edition, Neutral Zone. Bob Baskerville in here with me. Bear, the bear, is in here with us. Big shout-out to Jake Miller. G.I. Jake for coming in, getting up. Miller. Going to grab him a sack of crystals or some Arby's. Uh, he said he had a lot of I me. Mean, he said he had a big smoker. He's got like 200 pounds of meat on the smoker. He's making dips, handmade from scratch. And, and Bear is just rolling his eyes. Miller about is? The, yeah, that's what he said. He said he's got a big culinary background. Miller? 
<laughs> the dude eats Arby's for breakfast. What the culinary backgrounds he got? He's a clown. Oh man, hey, have you total wanted, clown? Total clown. Hey, if you guys want to join, we'd love to hear from you. We got about uh, about 12, 12, 13 minutes left of airtime here. Get your Super Bowl pick in if you'd like. Eight six five five four six eighty two hundred. Bob, your uh, your thoughts. Uh, Anything that you just that really stands out? Any of uh, Drinkwitz's? Uh, what was the the, the gentleman? Uh, oh, Eli uh, Hershkovitz. Hershkovitz. Now I'm I'm thinking of the the guy uh, stand on business. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah, I don't bring his name up. Uh, any anything that uh, I know you and I were kind of talking about some of the the Super Bowl props and plays. Anything that really stands out to you? Now I I think the one that we talked about with him that I'm interested in is for. Um, you know, I, I don't get into the sports betting as much as, as you do in terms of how you study it, clone, but uh, I definitely want to have some casual bets. One that um, I liked a lot, and we didn't talk about this, but mm-hmm. one I liked a lot is um, Isaiah Pacheco first touchdown because it's like at a plus, it's at a crazy number. Yeah. Um, Just because. You, with Kansas City, if they score first, you never know who it's going to be. I mean, it could be Kelsey, but it, you know yeah. how it is. He he spreads that ball around to so many people. It, so many people. Um, um, so I like that one. And then we talked about maybe somebody off the radar getting the MVP. That would be another one that you mm-hmm. could do like a sprinkle on, you know. And, yeah. you know, again, for a casual better because I'll be with some people who – don't necessarily bet a lot, but they might want to have a little skin in the game. And if sure. they lose, they lose. But you know, they could win something big if they win. So it's right. Yeah, you know, and he he was even talking about like a defensive player getting an MVP. You know, it could be like a Chris Jones or it, a Fred Warner or something it, like that. It it could be. It, it's certainly a, a quarterback driven award. Uh, I, I think if I was going to go, the two guys that stand out to me as far as MVP and having really significant value. Um, that aren't playing quarterback and taking snaps uh, under center would be Debo Samuel because I think, especially with uh, Snead locking up Brandon Ayuk, I think he will. I think you will see. I, I'm all about some Debo props here. I like. Um, I like for him to combo yards, maybe. Yeah, combo yards. I like his rushing. I'm going to go over those here in a second, but I think he could even uh, he could catch four passes. Uh, that that line earlier in the week was three and a half. I think it's now four and a half um, with plus odds. So that tells you money has come in there. I think the thinking is a lot of short little screens, a lot of short. Uh, uh, yeah, um, so, um, Bear, I just got a message that, uh, I think Titans Bill just tried to call back in. Um, yeah, there you go. We'll see if he, um, but, uh, no, uh, the one that I think is Debo Samuel for San Francisco, not quarterback, and the other one is Christian McCaffrey. He's plus 450. Look, to me, the recipe to win for them, he needs about 120 total yards. Um, So I think that's there. Back to your first touchdown, uh, and then then we'll get to the caller. Yeah, Isaiah Pacheco on FanDuel right now is plus 600. Kelsey plus 650. Debo 850. Rasheed Rice is one that I'm kind of looking at. He's at 900. For first touchdown, but there again, man, you could really you could really scroll down there and get some really good value there. George Kittle plus a thousand, 
MVS. I, I don't. I do have a prop that I officially like on MVS, but it's not first touchdown. Now watch him go get the first touchdown. But how about uh, how about big Jawan Jennings, thirty one hundred. Um, the one that I really think could be a sneaky one is McCole Hardman, plus five thousand. He nearly got the first one against uh, Baltimore. Sure did. And uh, anyways, uh, I think they'll find a way to get him involved some. So let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and let's get uh, Tr. You say? Yeah, we got yeah. Tr, and then uh, we got do have Titans Bill. Okay, we'll we'll see if we get a chance to get to TB, but we will definitely get to Tr. Tr, what's up? Hey, good Super Bowl Sunday to y'all, man. Uh, what is it? Super Bowl fifty seven? Fifty eight. Oh, 58, okay. I, I, I remember the first one, but it wasn't called the Super Bowl yet, but Kansas City was uh, an opponent of Green Bay. And, uh, you know, Bart Starr and all that, you know, that Ray Nitschke and, uh, well, who's the, the wide receiver that went out and got plastered the, the night before the game. Yeah, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He played like hungover. I mean, watching the old uh, ESPN films of the breakdown of that. Was that was that Jerry Kramer? No, this was a wide receiver for oh, Bart Starr. I can't. Max somebody. I believe his oh, name is man. Max. Max McGee. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he got hammered. He got hammered the night before the game. I don't know if he even went to bed or not, man, but <laughs> he might have got a few winks in uh, somewhere in between kickoff. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I was uh, eight years old. So, yeah, I mean, it was a big deal out in Clinton, man. I mean, even though it wasn't called the Super Bowl yet, we knew it was, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was uh, the little brother AFL and the K- Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, I was for Green Bay, and you know I was a NFL guy at the time. But uh, I sort of liked the AFL as I got older. I mean, you could go for two points on an extra uh, on a after a touchdown, whereas the NFL it took them took them forever to amend that. You can oh, you could only go for one. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the no fun league. Yeah, but. Uh, I get. I, I'm pretty sure you know both coaches, uh, Andy Reid and uh, Shanahan, will be wearing their team colors, unlike our head basketball coach last night, who don't who doesn't know that he can represent like his uh, contemporary Tom Izzo. You look at his press conference yesterday. I mean, he, the man wears green, man. He wears Spartan green. I yep. mean, who did we? We started with, uh, you know, a glorified scrimmage against them back in late October. I don't understand it, man. I hear Barnes say, oh, uh, when uh, Bobby Knight was uh, at Texas Tech and uh, Knight would come up to Barnes because Barnes was still wearing a suit and Bobby Knight was uh, way ahead of the curve, you know, just wearing his pullover, you know. But Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. It is what it is, man. It is what it is, but I'm I'm uh I'm gonna have to go against my my hatred towards the 49ers being a Rams fan because of Jawan Jennings, man. I'm gonna yes. he 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 really exemplified what it meant to be a give it give your all for UT when he was over there, and uh, he probably could have done it. He probably could uh once the 
season ended in football, he probably could have helped Barnes out on the hardwood because I believe he won a state championship down in Murfreesboro, Riverdale. If that's where he went, it might have been Riverdale, but I believe he won a state championship as their starting point guard. Uh, but anyway, man, um, I don't know about the halftime shows anymore. It's been like uh, 15 years at the, the, the Who in, in 2010. That's the last uh, classic rock band to get the call. I mean, I like all kinds of music, man. I like all kinds of music, but we ain't had a, a you know, a rock and roll outfit like when they was uh, turning them out there back-to-back-to-back, the Rolling Stones, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and, uh, you know, Prince. You know, he's like a rock artist, too, man. He's, yep. He's kind of funk rock, you know, some of his stuff, but uh, I oh, just yeah. don't know where the traditional rock and roll halftime uh, performers have gone, man. It's just a dying breed, man, and that's just, yep. that's just exemplifies, you know, who's running the show these days with the NFL. Fidel, good ale. But uh, Aaron, he picked a great day to lay out of work, man. I mean, Super Bowl Sunday, man. You you know where he's at. Uh, well, you know where he's, uh, he um, actually, I'm gonna stop you there. He's uh, he he didn't lay out. He had a he had a a, a little bit of an issue, and uh, we we uh, we told him it, it was probably a little bit better. You know, obviously, he needed to be uh, somewhere else and not here. So. Okay, um, yeah. all right, man. He, he's kind of given me grief a couple times last couple <laughs> weeks. I mean, I said, hope I was hoping y'all had a great Super Bowl week, and he thought I was uh, thinking the game was last Sunday or something. He, I don't know, trying to make me out a total idiot. I may have said, uh, yeah. Tyler Swift, I don't care. I mean, I don't have nothing against the lady. I just say, this ain't my cup of tea, man. Yeah. But I ain't holding it. I'm not holding it against her. I mean, she can't help it if the cameras are going to follow her around like That's right. Elvis Presley and the Fab Four. But uh, That's right. Y'all have a great Super Bowl Sunday, baby. And, yeah. Uh, go Juwan Jennings! Yeah, there you go. All right, T, appreciate it. Uh, real quick, we will get uh, – here's some picks. Uh, so, I agree. I think, Bob, we talked about um, – we talked most people i think a lot of people will be on the chiefs but money came in on san fran throughout the week um i i look he's done it 12 consecutive games i i, I just cannot bet travis kelsey over 69 and a half receiving yards it's at about minus 145 now that thing opened at 67 and a half i uh i think game script that just to me it looks too easy i like uh uh MBS, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Um, I like his over 17 and a half receiving yards. I think one catch gets you there. Um, again, does he make the catch? Um, I love uh, Rashid Rice. Rashid Rice is over. Uh, let's pull this up here. I can't remember what, he, what his numbers were. But um, you mentioned uh, a couple of long shots for – we talked about a couple of guys for first touchdown, the guys that want to get it out of the way. Maybe they want to play uh, bet the uh, uh, heads or tails. You can bet that on the coin right. toss. Uh, you know, it's kind of like the Kentucky Derby. You're going to know in about two or three minutes. Um, but Rasheed Rice, uh, it has climbed as well, 67 and a half yards. Um, I think – look, I think Rasheed Rice could go over that as well, 67 and a half yards uh, receiving. And uh, 
Debo Samuel. I think if there's a, you know, a, I think it's an anytime touchdown for Debo Samuel. I'm going Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. And I would say, too, under on Jake Moody's seven and a half points kicking. I think he struggled with some kicks. We'll see. Huge, uh, huge pressure-like situations here. I trust Harrison Budker on the other side, but that's why they play the game. San Francisco stands at about a two, two and a half uh, point favorite. Enjoy the games, guys. Be safe if you get out and consume some adult beverages. Be safe. Have a designated driver. We want to be able to talk to you next week, and we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks. Big shout-out to Robbie helping us out here this morning. Bob Baskerville will be in here tomorrow morning, and we'll catch you guys next week.